I'm Josh Liston from On The Bubble Podcast, an oral history of television fandom, part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows at gunnageeknetwork.com. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 441 of the All Things Good and Nerdy show slash podcast slash whatever you want to call us. This is recorded live on Sunday, March 28th, 2021. We do have the full crew today, so let's kick things off and go around the horn. I'm Chris. Joining me today, my regular cohorts of uh, shenanigans. We'll go with that. We'll start first with one Mr. Anthony Bachman. It is Invincible Friday every day. Or or Falcon and Winter Soldier Friday. Mm. And, well, I guess it's not Friday when it comes out. I was going to say Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, yeah. yeah we'll, it's, it, we'll talk about that later. It's a geeky later. week right here. It's that, a geeky week. That's a tease for when we get to Kong versus Godzilla. And, uh, Willie, you're here today. What do you think about Kong versus Godzilla? Uh, I'm excited for it. Can't wait to see it. We can hear the excitement right now. Yeah. I mean, it's Kong versus Godzilla. Hear that excitement, right? Now. I mean, it's just. I it's think he's taking a nap. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking. I'm trying. I to mean, it's not sleep. unheard of. We do put people to sleep, is what I've been told before. We're a good sleep aid. <laughs> just kick this show on before you go to bed, and within ten seconds you'll be asleep until you hear a, a random Willie Nelson quote pop up, like something like, uh, "I don't know." I'm thinking of this. Uh, you, you shall, shall not pass. pass! Random Willie Nelson quote. I guarantee you that would wake you right the fuck up if you were trying to sleep <laughs> on this show and you heard that. That's true. It just might. It Work, just might. Works really well at the pre-show because we were talking about uh, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. So nice tie-in. <laughs> He's got his thinking cap on. Mm-hmm. Got my thinking cap on. So He's a wizard. He's a wizard. Uh, where's my fancy hat then, Bachman? That's your thinking cap. Chris, I don't, I don't mean to be this. Are we missing something? The overlay? Oh, I didn't send it to you guys. It is actually yeah. the broadcast is going oh, out is? correctly. Yeah. yeah. Oh no no. Okay, so we're all the three panels and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just forgot we're to flip camera feeds. Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't know that. I, I usually see your thing and right. I focus so, on your thing. So, I'll bring your. So here's some thing. stuff behind the scenes, folks. As we record this on Skype, as we're recording, we don't see what you guys would be seeing if you're watching this live over at Geeks Live. We just see each other's uh, regular Skype images. And what I forgot to do is I have a virtual camera that runs over top of OBS to send them a copy of what I broadcast out on Twitch. I forgot to turn that on. So Willie was very confused because I was queuing him up for things. And he's like, but I, I don't see myself I don't on think screen. I'm on, I'm on, yeah, usually that's how I know what you're doing. So I'm like, so I know what to like, react to. No, no. So that, that was my bad. I forgot to turn on the virtual camera for you guys. Now it should be on. They should be good to go. Remember last week and I was asked about what you could see because of the stuff missing behind me. And so Chris turned it on early last week. And as you can, as you can see now, uh, I'm, I'm missing, but my, my joy Chunker? is gone. Wherefore are chunk- all those Funko pops? The, oh, whole, like, not just the gone, pops. You sold them all. And the yeah, comics. That, that whole corner is empty. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's nothing there. So you move boxes at night for work and you move boxes during the day for personal purposes. <laughs> yeah, I do it. You're tired. so fucking tired of boxes right yeah. now, I bet. I'll tell you, yeah. Move, moving comic book <laughs> boxes during the day and then like taking an hour off and then going to work and moving boxes all night fucking sucks. Yeah. yeah, I had a couple days this week that were extra, extra, extra tiring. Yeah, fucking long boxes weigh like between 80 and 100 pounds each once they're full, depending how like full you make them with comics. And yeah, I, I moved about 40 of them this week, so... Yeah, almost all the comics are in storage. Almost. I got like, I think five boxes sitting in the living room, two boxes in the bedroom. 
there's like one more car's worth of boxes waiting to be moved, and then they'll be in storage. Storage too. Did you put Baby Yoda in a corner? Yes, Baby Yoda is in a corner. All the pops are in storage. Nobody put that in a corner. I. The only Funko Pop I have in my house right now is the Deadpool that's in his shower cap that sits on my toilet next to my shower. Boy, the things he's seen. Yep. Because, yeah, it's Deadpool, and he's got a little shower cap on, and I think he's holding a scrub brush and a rubber ducky. And so I put him on top of my toilet in my bathroom because he just is bathroom Deadpool. Willie, Willie, how do you feel about bathroom Deadpool before we move? Oh, I don't mind bathroom Deadpool. <laughs> bathroom Funko Pop Deadpool. That's well, the problem. There's not a regular bathroom Deadpool. How else would you? Yeah, I don't keep Deadpool's detached talking head in my bathroom. I'm not weird. That's just in the fridge. Sometimes. <laughs> not the freezer. Well, that could damage no. electronics. Yeah, I don't want to freeze the batteries. Yeah, it's a bad thing. <laughs> no, yeah, Deadpool's head has had the batteries removed. It was reboxed, and it is also... In- yeah, it's painful. My house looks really boring right now. All my artworks put away. All my comic books are put away. All my Funko Pops are gone. This place, And also, this place is fucking trashed, because it's just a mix of boxes and packing tape It's everywhere. all your parties. Huh? Because all your parties. It's got trash. Yeah. yeah. Willie's going to throw a party, party in it as soon as you move out. He's waiting. <laughs> He's got his plane ticket booked. He's going to fly over there the last day you're in that house, kick down the door and throw a rager. That's fine. Yeah, as long as he cleans it up afterwards. It's so going to be just see. like uh, 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 the Beastie Boys fight for your right to party video. That's exactly <laughs> what's going to happen. I'm going to peace on out before any of that happens. Like <laughs> It's going to be a party from 1986. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Huh? Sounds like fun to hey, me. I want to be at a party in 1986. Uh, and, and if you want to see Willie's party, we're going to stream it exclusively at willyparty.com. Don't actually go there. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Don't go to willyparty.com. Uh, <laughs> Don't tell no, me what to do. No, Don't tell me what to do. Just willyparty. Willyparty.com. Let Willy us know what party. that is when you get to see it. Give a chance. Um. So if you've just turned this show on randomly, you're probably going, what the hell is this? Well, oh, we talk about geeky and nerdy found. things, but we also get distracted and <laughs> go down rabbit holes. This is one of those rabbit holes. Willy Party. So far, it does not appear to be a website. Well, that's <laughs> good. I was afraid it was going to be a porn site. Oh, of course, because it's willyparty.net. Willyparty.net. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, now we're just going into letter Kenny territory. Oh, I hate my life. That's what I appreciate <laughs> about you. How'd you like that? Yeah. <laughs> that's only... what i appreciate about Chris, you really you need to finish that there's only one way to get past this is by hitting the dam well, you can try live from the atgn studios on uh, the internet it's the news of the week hey everyone welcome to the news of the week it's that part of the show where we run down what is in our minds some of the most interesting geeky and or nerdy news to have popped up here in the last week and share with you guys who are watching live or listening at a later date uh open floor who wants to kick things off for us this week sure willie is going to start things off for us this week mr nelson the floor is yours there's been some rumbling some uh, calls in my tumbling no in some my, calls in in you hear it over the horizon it's on its way it could be coming for you. No, but there is news that there uh, could very well possibly be uh, one of my my game of the year, at least. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Um, it's in the works to make a live action movie with. Uh, how do you pronounce that last name? Bachman, please help me out because I am terrible with pronunciations. Oh, Chad Stileski. Is that how it's said? I think the it's hel- Chileski. Yeah. I'm terrible with pronunciations. That's on me. I know I am. I'm trying not to offend. 
I just try my best. It's fair, right? That's fair. Mm-hmm. And for those that aren't aware, that's one of the directors of John Wick was really good with stunt coordinating, things like that. Now, we should probably also mention, like in the last year, his name's been attached to like six movies. So I'm not sure how he's going to do all of these in the coming future, unless he's just fair going enough. straight from movie to movie to movie. But even then, like six movies to be attached to, I think it is. That's a lot to do. So I hope he gets this book. He's got I mean, this kind of relates to stuff I've heard in uh, a little bit more rumblings happening uh, I've heard in the past. In uh, tummy? Where's, please stop it. With well, it's better than rumblings in other places. No one cares about your tummy. No, I care um, about my tummy. Uh, no. Uh, I've heard more about the, like, Sony's really trying to make movies or shows based on the properties, like their yeah. IPs. That's reasonable. Like, which, uh, like, like, once again, uh, Uncharted, the Last of Us. Oh, Uncharted, The Last of Us, uh, both be made uh, with uh, you got Spider-Man being Nathan Drake in Uncharted, and you got um, Mando being um, Joel in The Last of Us. This is exactly this is the way. And I can't. I mean, I'm I'm way excited for the Last of Us show. Not gonna lie, really excited to see anything of that. When's this, that's gonna be? When's this movie slated for, Willie? The Ghost of the One. Is it a few years out? I, I we have no idea from the information I got from it. Uh, it doesn't say anything. It just says it's in the works. Okay. So that could so be anywhere between pre, pre, pre production. Yeah. We're talking yeah. years away, probably three plus years or something like that. I would say maybe two probably because okay. it doesn't take that long. I mean, I'm assuming I'm guessing. I don't know. I'm just guessing here. We all just go through life guessing. That's the, what they don't tell you as a kid. Everyone's just going through life guessing. Everyone's just doing their best with what they got. Am I wrong? Well, quite often you are, but that's it's not been known what to we're happen. talking about. Don't say what? It's been known to happen. You're being wrong. Yeah, but I've also been right. And both of you admitted to me being right. Uh, there is no proof of that anywhere. It's on past episodes. Willie, who, edit, who edits the episodes? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Not you, a Chris, robot does. <laughs> Chris was nice enough to get rid of those. I edited things. all that stuff out. And it's, yep. it's, it's a great yeah, edit. It's like, Willie, I uh, think you're wrong. Uh, I can't actually, believe I would admit that you were episode wrong. Titles is Willie Willie can be right or Willie was right or something? Some of those have been edited. Some yeah, that's called that. clickbait. Yeah, those clickbait. aren't real. They're all fake. My life is a clickbait. That's true. Willie clickbait Nelson. Is that what we're going to call you? <laughs> Willie CB Nelson. <laughs> Dressman in the chat room says, "Personally, Willie is often wrong. In the grand scheme of things, even a broken clock is twice is right twice a day." <laughs> There you go. I'll show you something broken. Oh, hey, now. It's, it's my soul. You're an all-star. <laughs> no, we don't make Smash Mouth call-outs on this show or callbacks on this show. We haven't fallen that far down the why? path of irrelevancy. Why? Is it because they're anti-maskers? Is that why? Is that why? I didn't even know they were, but sure, that's a good reason not to also. Yeah. And they also hate the fact that they're uh, attached to the Shrek series. Yeah. Which, I mean, I can't blame them for, but I mean... It's part of why you're as famous as you are, so just fucking deal with it. I made a crap load of bank off of it. Yeah, so stop your fucking crying, you little bitches. Everyone still loves All-Star. You know why I love All-Star? Because it came out with the movie Mystery Men. Mm. And that was a great movie. Chris, please tell me you saw Mystery Men. I've seen Thank God. Because yeah, if anyone in here is the spleen, it'd be you, Chris. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the spleen. Oh, don't worry. Hurt we got feelings. Mr. Furious over here. You hurt my f- That's true. Shut your face hole. Oh, don't worry. They call so me the shoveler. Angry! I'll, I'll take Janine Garofalo. Fuck, I'll be the bowler. Yeah. <laughs> Have a fucking magical bowling ball that flies around and just comes back to you. Fuck yeah, I'll take that all day so long. So your bowling ball is Mjolnir, basically. And I'm also Janine yeah. Garofalo. Which is, yeah, pretty cool. Late 90s Janine Garofalo. Tell Janine Garofalo now. What is she? 
Did what does she do now? Yeah, I don't know. She's still doing stand up in theaters. I mean, she I also does it. a lot of uh she uh, does a lot of beating. She was on the what? Dark Forest beating, like making beaded bracelets and Oh, stuff. I heard beating and I was like, no. Who the hell is she beating, beating up? With a D. B E A D. No, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I beat my D too. <laughs> she was on the Dark Forest with uh Jackie Cation talking about how a lot of times when she goes to a town, she looks for like the little the little like beating hobby stores and goes and finds like, you know, crafting stuff and like she'll sit in her hotel room and make a bracelet for somebody like it's how she keeps her mind occupied and doesn't go crazy while she's sitting around waiting to go do a stand-up set somewhere i beat my meat like it owes me money two dollars uh, i'm sorry i'm, sorry. I'm not you're welcome no one everybody. thanked you no one thanked yeah, you no literally one thanked no you. one everybody oh i heard thanks I could hear it in the You're distance. hearing things. That's Dear your schizophrenia acting up. That's not, definitely hearing that's not anyone here. Yes, I know I'm fantastic and right all the time. I know, guys. You don't have to keep telling me. <laughs> no, you stop. Enough with the compliments. Stop it, guys. <laughs> well, this is going to be entertaining. Really entertaining. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Someone said yeah, thank but... you. Uh, Bunny Boy Gameplay says thank you, Willie, in the chat room. So you did get one oh, Jesus. real thank you. Wait, let me block that one. Let me make that go <laughs> I don't want to block that one. Bach when you know that person. <laughs> yeah, I can be right. I can be right. Come on. We did say it's been known to happen. Draftsman said it's like a broken <laughs> clock. It happens twice. All right, basically. all right, all right. Let's go back. Let's turn this back. What do you so, want to turn uh, it back so to? This just makes me just more excited for what Sony's doing. I know they had their flounders. Like, the Ratchet & Clank movie didn't do that well. I thought it was all right. I own it. I own it over there. I even have the digital copy of it. It was, it was pretty good. I never, I, knew, I probably liked it I better. love Ratchet & Clank, that movie was kind of disappointing because basically... It was, I was like, I could just watch the game and watch the cutscenes. Like, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, but I mean, I <laughs> yeah. also never played Ratchet and Clank. I watched the movie before I even played the the remake version of it. You know, of the uh, first. And that kind of makes so, sense. Like, if you hadn't played yeah. the game, like it kind of. I never sense. played them yeah. when they came out. Uh, now I also heard they changed some of the story elements, like how it plays out, just to make it feel better. Uh, but and also, let's not forget that they were. There is a trailer. You go on YouTube and find the trailer for a movie that they never released. It was supposed to come out three, four years ago. It was a uh, Sly Cooper. It was a Sly Cooper movie. Oh, uh, yeah. There's a trailer out there for it. It looked good, but yet yeah, never came out. So I, I'm kind of curious what happened to that. But uh, this HBO show of Last of Us, I am very excited for. Cannot wait for. That's the biggest one I'm probably excited for over uh, even Uncharted surprisingly or uh, or ghost of tsushima although still want to see both all those i still want to see all three of them but most excited for last of us because mando fucking uh what was his what was his name uh age was his, uh whiskey was that his name and um uh who why uh the kingsman yeah. too like kingsman he was whiskey was that's right yeah. which was ridiculous because channing tatum was tequila and their names really should have been swapped maybe they didn't <laughs> do that on purpose that's a little racist it just would have made it's sense. It's subversion of expectations. Thank you, Chris. I, nah. I, I, I'm with Chris on this one. Oh, God, I must be wrong. <laughs> Chris, you disappeared. Oh, then I'm right. Sorry, you missed that laugh because I was blowing my nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I felt it. I was like, man, this line didn't work. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> oh, no, trust me. I, I had a little giggle there, but yeah, I had to mute myself. My apologies. You see, I know when people are laughing at me. It's like a spider sense, except I feel my sphincter tighten up a little bit. It's your giggle sense? My, my, my little O-ring you know, becomes a size or two smaller. Uh, uh, boo. Boo. Hey, just don't blow out your O-ring. So you guys want to talk about other things that are upsetting and disgusting? Yes. Let's talk about hashtag restore the Snyderverse. 
Yay! I'm <laughs> down for it. Let's do it. Okay, let's so so it. that was a cheap oh. shot. And let's let me clarify. People who are approaching this the correct way, that's perfectly fine. Tweeting about it and be like, hey, we're really excited. We want this to potentially happen. There are other people in Go Figure that are taking it to a point that makes no sense when it comes to restoring the Snyderverse to try and, I don't know, review bomb and generally just be an asshole to get their point across. So let's talk about those folks right now. I was reading yesterday an article on comicbookresources.com, cbr.com, and it is uh, in regards to uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. We know that's coming out what, on the 1st or the 2nd. 31st. 31st? Okay. It's March. Yeah, it's coming out in March, and so it's still March. The first is right. There was a first in there. There you go. The 31st. Yeah. 31st. Three days. We were three days from Kong whooping Godzilla's fucking ass. So this is a movie that's by Warner Brothers. You know, the same studio that did all the DC movies, including J Zack Snyder's Justice. And in order to get their point across that they want Zack Snyder to continue being the steward of the Justice League universe and the DC universe. How are many uh, Zack Snyder fans now approaching this? Well, they're review bombing Godzilla versus King Kong on IMDb because that's how they're going to get their point across. Now, I don't agree with that at all. Go fuck yourself. That's right. my official so, statement. So Go this is, fuck yourself. This is where we're pivoting to where I have a problem with how this is going. Now, if you're one of those folks, like I said at the top, that's like, hey, restore the Snyderverse. I'm real excited by it. And you want to talk rationally about it on Twitter, on Facebook, or Reddit, and engage in debate and talk about what you like. Or here. That's fine. I'll talk about it here. Yeah, so that, that's fine. That takes 99.98% of all Snyder bros out of the conversation if you want a rational debate. So right now, they are currently review bombing on IMDb, Godzilla vs. King Kong, putting one-star reviews such as, I'm never going to support WB slash DC films at any cost until they restore the Snyderverse. Boycott every WB movie. Shame on Toby, Walter Hamada, and Sarnoff for destroying the plans. Hope the plans there be flopped. Hashtag restore the Snyderverse. Stuff like that. So they're review bombing another Warner Brothers movie to try and get people to want the Snyderverse movies or to have them be greenlit. This is a problem. It's not really going to pan out, but here's the problem. There's that hope that it's going to pan out because these people complained and bitched a lot of them on the internet and harassed people for the last three years and got the Snyder cut of the Justice League movie. The precedent got set that if you bitch and moan and make yourself annoying mm -hmm. enough on the internet, we'll cave to you. So while Warner Brothers might now be saying, we have no intention to do any of this stuff, why would you believe that if you were someone who pushed for years to get this to happen? Because they've done it before. So what they're doing now is basically just crapping all over a movie that people are legitimately excited for to talk about the Snyderverse. And to Almost, distract yeah. from the fact that cool things happened this week. Like the James Gunn, the Suicide Squad trailer came out. People aren't That'd talking about good. that as much. We can talk about that after this. We'll kind of pivot Fair into enough. that. But this is ridiculous. This is not the right way to handle things. And the problem is Warner Brothers caved once already. The precedent got yep. established, which is one of the things we talked about on this show was the concern of, yes, there are many people that were legitimate in their feelings and expressed them in proper ways, but there was a small but dedicated group that was all about harassing people who didn't like the Zack Snyder movies. They were all about review bombing things, doing all of these things. They then got empowered when it was fine. Here's your movie. Enjoy it. Nothing more is going to happen. So now they're going to bitch and moan and be petulant and just destructive to other things now in the hopes that they get more movies so that they can be further empowered to bitch and moan mm -hmm. and ruin good things for people. This is what really annoyed me about the, the Snyder cut side of things. Not necessarily that Zack Snyder is getting a chance to fix 
and put the vision out there that he wanted to. That's fine. The reasons why he didn't get to are tragic, and it's awesome he gets that chance to. But they caved, and they established the precedent. If there's one thing we've seen, whiny little fanboys on the internet, if you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile, and we're seeing it right now. This is not the right way to get your movies. Pull your heads out of your ass and find constructive ways to do it. They did more constructive things for the Snyder Cut of things, where they did, like, fundraisers for suicide awareness things with hashtag restore the Snyder cut and things like that. Those are good ways to draw attention to your movement. This is not a good way to draw attention to your movement. It's terrible. Yeah, and the vocal minority of Snyder bros that were screaming about needing the Snyder cut, the, the, the they spent entirely too much time on Twitter just talking shit about the MCU. Oh, that's it's like, part oh, we of need too, the Snyder yeah. cut because the MCU sucks. Like that was a large chunk of their dialogue, which is ridiculous. Yes. Now, one All of right. the reasons to restore the Snyder cut is because in a week span, there were more hashtags of restore the Snyder cut than there were about Avengers Endgame in the first week it came out. I'm like, so Twitter yeah, doesn't Avengers... determine how popular something is, especially when you can yeah. buy bots to tweet things. All right, and Avengers Endgame right had a hell of a lot more butts in seats than all the DCU combined. Look, and I, Sorry. I, didn't, I didn't say the, say that to turn this into an <laughs> MCU versus DCU debate. It's oh. not that, but it's more to say that, like you can't use Twitter as your metric for what it is you need to do because plus popularity doesn't determine worth anyways. Otherwise, the Fair. Transformer films would be good. <laughs> Actually, how about this? In the first place. Don't shove your head up your own ass, because that's how you blow out your O-ring. <laughs> Two, I'm gonna pull. A, I'm gonna pull a page out of a, the worst director of all time. Uwe Boll. Uwe Boll. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna pull a page out right now. If you're a little whiny bitch about the Snyderverse, if you do a terrible job at it, saying all this dumb shit, review bomb. I'm challenging you to a boxing match. I'll do it. Weight classes be damned. Because I, I mean, it's frustrating this whole thing in general, though, because Godzilla versus King Kong already had an opening in China. There were fan, there are fans there that have already uh, given reviews, and prior to this review bombing, it was sitting at a seven point five on IMDb. I haven't looked to go see what it is now. It's entirely possible that IMDb has cleaned up a bunch of the one star nonsense reviews that don't make. But it's still a shame. Oh, I can't wait to get in a boxing ring with some of these assholes. Let's do it. Let's. Do it. I Don't just, worry. Don't. They can't hit me with their heads up their asses. They can't hit me. It's still sitting at 7.5 on IMDb right now. Yep. With 8,762 reviews. Oh. No, Godzilla, Godzilla vs. Kong. Kong. Yeah, yeah, so they probably went through and cleaned up a bunch of the bullshit ones. Yeah, it's out uh, out of the States, right? It's released already? Like yeah, Australia. it had its premiere in China, and I think it's in a couple other places already. Why are we last for this? Why are we last? Well, I mean, we should be at some point. Mm. Yeah, because if you look at the the actual fucking weighted average votes, like it's, it's completely off that 42.7% give it a 10, 11.5% give it a 9, 16 give it an 8, and then like it goes slowly down, down, down. 0.6% give it a 2, but then 3.7% give it a 1. So, like, it takes a jump at the 1-star rating. That doesn't make metric sense. Like, actually, so you know, know what? that's bullshit. I'm going to hold off on this until I actually watch the movie. It could be shit. Who knows? We it, don't know it yet. It could be, but this is not how you get your movement across. Oh, to, not at yeah. all. Yeah. And, yeah, when, when the 1-star rating has more 1-stars than the 2, 3, and 4-stars added together, you know it's a bullshit rating. Yeah, I mean, now you're just getting... I'm looking through some of the reviews yeah. now. There's one yeah, anytime... If, if there's a curve, it should have an actual curve to it. It doesn't ever come back. If it has if it has a fucking swoop on it, then you know there's a problem. It's a bullshit rating. So yeah, it should be uh, bell-shaped? No, it shouldn't be bell-shaped. That's the problem. You know right. that it's, it's fake because it's bell-shaped. 
Yeah, it should have a progressive curve on. Yeah, fucking idiots. It's just I'm challenge them to a boxing match, uh, exhibition of course. I'll fight them too. There's no title. Another thing to keep in mind as this is getting review bombed, the movie currently is sitting at 77% on Rotten Tomatoes as well. Wait. With where it's opened, it has the largest international box office debut during COVID pandemic as well. So by all accounts, well, you know why that is. It's because Monster Hunter got pulled by its own company. (laughs) Bachman, I have an idea. I have an idea here. Tag team wrestling? No, tag team UFC, MMA. They kind of already have that. There's a Russian thing where they were doing five versus five. I know. I've seen it. It I've seen it. It was kind of all kinds of crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, You need so many referees on that. Yeah, it's insane. (laughs) No, but an actual tag. Let's fuck. Let's do tornado tag. tag? You want to do two on two? Just straight right. Or do we have to have where we have to tag in and out? I'm for it. I'll try either one. Either way, I'll fucking do it. I don't give a shit. You and me, Bachman. Willie. You know what? What's your ring name going to (laughs) be? Oh, God. Now you. Now you. you, I got to go with the classic. I got with the classic. Oso Feo. That's my ring name. Oso Feo. What's that mean? Giant ugly? What? Uh, uh, Ugly bear. Ugly bear? (laughs) I'll allow it. Oso (laughs) Feo. See, right. I'm more, see, see, you see this? I'm like Zangief. So yeah. even my yeah. fucking, sh- although, I mean, I mean, my shins have hair, but there's hair all over the leg. So it's not just on the shin area. Can we call you so, Will Geef? I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> no, actually, I was going to, yeah, also fail. That's what I was going to right. Then I'm going to come out. I'm going to get my Power Man 5000 inspired luchador mask, and I'm going to come out as Ultra Mega. I'll, is that an actual name someone already uses? I don't think so, but it's one of their songs. Fair so enough, I'll take it. Let's do it. Instead of being the Mega Powers, you guys are going to be the Mega Bears. The Mega Bears. Mega Actually, bears. they do have the Bears, yeah, in AEW. They have Bear Force or whatever the yes. fuck they're called. Yeah, I can't remember what they're called. Back uh, bears I, I, or actually, I got this. We're going to be Team Ferocity. <laughs> team Ferocity, huh? All right. Yeah. Actually, I read Ultra Mega this week. I read the first issue of that. There's a new comic called that from uh, Image, and it's fucking fantastic. And, and, uh, and Bachman? Since I yeah. can pick people and throw them, you know we're good. We know what we can try to do the fastball special. <laughs> if you can throw me in a fastball special, I will be impressed. <laughs> I figured. I mean, I've lost weight. I've lost like thirty pounds. I'm doing good. Like my mom was real happy. She saw me yesterday. She's like, "Oh, you fucking lost all that weight. You look so much better." But yeah, yeah um, if you can actually put me in one hand and fucking fastball special me, I'm still two hundred and seventeen pounds. I'm not tiny. I'm six one. All right, now it might it might be less fastball special and more like someone help my brother's hurt. Yeah, more more get a hardest to do a midget toss. But yeah, I don't think it's going to be a fastball special. It so what's what's your finishing move called, Willie? What's your finisher? Oh, I, I don't want to be I don't want to be too on the nose like a bear hug. That's too on the nose. Um, hmm, I am thinking on this. Would it be some kind of slam? Would it be something like a? Uh, would I want to go to a top rope? I don't know. I mean. Some of the greatest wrestlers were big guys who can fucking move like Bam Bam Bigelow. The agility, the, their agility is fucking shouldn't be there. Should not be there. Am I right? Yeah. That's you. Just Bam Bam doing a cartwheel was one of the. Oh, yeah. It's it seems so ridiculous, but it is one of the most amazing things in wrestling. He was when over, you see a man over three hundred right? pounds. Yeah. Yeah. He was over three hundred and change a lot of times. Over six feet tall. You see uh, him I, hit the I, ropes, do a cartwheel, and then come up and do a back elbow on somebody. It was amazing how yeah. agile that big man was. Yeah, like I heard, like uh, when Andre Giant like was first starting getting the wrestling, he'd go to the top rope and do a backflip off of it. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely prior not to, later life. Prior to Andre yeah. feeling like crap all the time. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, it was before he got really, really big. Oh yeah, that was, that was, yeah, that was before like the yeah all the weight yeah. of the bones just like no, nah, mm-hmm. we're good. 
Oh, I know what mine would be. Mine would be a top rope backflip like the lion salt, but into a DDT. No, how about this? We need to come up with a ta- with a tag team finisher together. I like, oh, like, that, like the, uh... that. All that one is is you pick them up and then I hit the ropes, do the backflip, grab their head, and do a DDT off of the can, top of you. Can you do a backflip now? I'll learn. <laughs> Have you ever done a backflip? I can do a front flip. I can. I'll learn to do a backflip. <laughs> That's not my question. Well, I could see it now. You guys, uh, the Mega Bears, are going to get signed by AEW any day now. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, what was that move? That, that just reminds me. What was that move that the uh, Legion of Doom did? What was it called? It was called something where one of them picked a, a, the other guy up and the other guy went on the top rope. It was called uh, something. Yeah, there was the Legend of Doom. Legion of Doom's finisher. Let me. Let me oh, know. oh I should it know this. Called, yeah, yeah, it was called something. I can't remember what it was called. It wasn't Demolition because that's just the other tag team that was kind of the similar Doomsday to. Device. Yeah, that was it. Device. Yeah, there you go. that's it. I remember it had a yep, name. The Legion of Doom's punishing doomsday device. Yep. Oh my god! Like, how do you practice landing from being on top of someone's shoulder and just falling back, or actually getting pushed back? How do you how do you practice landing safely like that? It's just a fall. Yeah, but it's from the top of someone's shoulders. I mean, yeah. I know they. So you I know they're under six feet, right? Or they were right up it? to the. You climb up to the top rope and you just fall backwards and be able to land on your back, which is basically. Fucking the TNT champs finishing move right now. That's I mean, what Darby uh, Allen does. The coffin Talking drop. Animal, they weren't yeah, like the, the coffin drop. guys. They were average height, right? Uh, uh, animal, I think, is slightly over six foot. Hawk was like six four. Yeah, like Hawk, Hawk was, was big dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Hawk's I mean, a big I, 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 dude. I, when I think you look back at him in my memory, I don't remember them being like like yeah. tall. Animal, animal only seems small because he was standing next to Hawk. Fair enough. Yeah. They were both fairly big. Yeah, because yeah, was it yeah, the doomsday device Hawk would come with a clothesline on a guy that Hawk or Animal picked him up, put him on the guy on his shoulders, held him up there, and then Hawk would jump and clothesline him off of his shoulders. So, yeah, Man. they'd basically do a backflip and land in the ring. <laughs> Wait, how about this? You do your whole backflip thing and I, I throw him into the other rope, and as they're coming back to you, that's when you're doing all the stuff and then bam, the impact in the middle. There we go. But we're actually talking about realistic here. We're actually gonna beat some ass <laughs> here for real. <laughs> Like, 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 we're going to be fucking JBL and Blue Meanie here. That's what we're going to do. Look, uh, Haru in the chat room said you the idea there. would be to take a keyboard off the announcer stand. One partner then throws it to their guy and clocks the guy in the ring with it. There you go. Think like Wanted. The scene in Wanted where Wesley hits the guy with the keyboard. That's what you guys yeah. could do. What, what's, that one where, what's that one where Prof X knocks Star-Lord out with <laughs> a fucking keyboard? <laughs> Wait yeah. a second. Wait a second. We're going to have a special guest referee. Who's if he, If he... If he wants, if Farrell? he could do it, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just the Zach manager. Snyder, Snyder. <laughs> he's gonna be the referee in this. Like these guys are giving you a bad name. We're gonna fucking beat them in front of your goddamn face. Look, I'm just you guys' manager. You can call me the Paul Heyman. Ooh, I'll take yeah, our manager. <laughs> I'll grow yeah. out the skullet just to be like Paul. <laughs> you know, he's gonna go by the nickname Sweet Boy Farrell. No, <laughs> Sweet Boy. No, Farrell. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, Sweet Boy Farrell. Let's see. Uh, Hawk was billed at 6'3", 275. Yeah, he's a pretty big boy. Ah, uh, just come out. Ah, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll come out like a uh, like a single shoulder. Uh, the giant style. Yeah, fuck, I was do that. I don't fucking care. Single strap. Dick, dick just out there <laughs> in the foreground. Why not? And he did. I. It was already ruined before that. Willie, it's, it's what he does. It's Willie, he does. I have a bump for this. Are we should probably you know do up? actual show stuff instead of talk about Willie's dick. <laughs> good it is an option but i don't know how we're gonna segue off of it i honestly have no idea how to other than to say hey if you guys want to fight uh 
the mega bears when it comes to your stance on the uh, Snyderverse. Mega ferocity. Mega ferocity, excuse me. Uh, just send us a message. We'll make sure to book this match immediately. You're muted, Bachman. We're taking bookings now. I'm sure Tony Khan's going to be all over these bookings right now. We got Hell we got yeah. elbows Hell for yeah. days. Elbros for days. Elbros. That could be <laughs> the our Elbros. The double elbows. Like, there boom, we, we just smashed two, <laughs> one guy either side with an elbow. That works. Mega bros unite, and you just put I mean, both your elbows into their face. <laughs> I mean, hell. I mean, uh, Lex Luger did it just because our guy still playing. Well, fuck you. We're doing double the fucking damage. <laughs> there you go. Double elbow. Now, um, see, not only do you get the uh, the uh, the bludgeoning damage, you also get the double bludgeoning, the yeah, smushing so damage. If you're trying to resort to nefarious means to restore the Snyderverse, you can fight William Bachman. We'll book this match. It's gonna happen. You can catch, you can catch some elbows. Catch some elbows. Oh, I ain't afraid of kicking you in the dick either. I don't give a fuck. So your heels is what you're saying. You guys are the bad guys. Oh, oh they're gonna oh, yeah. feel my oh, heel, yeah. all right. You, you oh, guys yeah. gotta be We're the heels. faces though. You're fighting for the power of good. That doesn't mean we can't fight dirty. Yeah, that doesn't mean shit. Yeah. Willie's gonna be going for like eye pokes of doom and stuff like that too. He's I'm making... sorry, Chris. Wasn't Stone Cold Steve Austin a heel? Stone Cold, he was more of a tweener, to be honest. Did you say he was a tween? Tweener. <laughs> a term for someone who is Doesn't both help. heel and face. I know what you mean. I know what you meant. I just don't like yeah. the term. It's been no, that since before the term tween existed to describe children. Yeah, but it kind of got overtaken. It, it definitely means something well, different. Let's now. be honest, though. You don't really have tweeners in wrestling very much anymore. Not so much, no. Yeah. I mean, you just have the big show going back and forth, back and forth, well, back and forth. That's just different. That's big show just pivoting a bunch. Back and forth. Yeah, I ain't done yet. Back and forth, back and forth. That's just big show doing whatever the fuck he wants because he's the big show. That's not oh, like no, Stone that, Cold know, Steve Austin. That's writing for him. He doesn't in charge of that, is he? Well, it doesn't, he doesn't matter. Have... He's in a new company now. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have that fucking um, the contract that Hulk Hogan has everywhere he fucking goes. Hulk Hogan's well, banned I mean... from AEW, though, which is kind of great. Well, you brought him up. He's the host of WrestleMania yeah. this year. They kind of forgot how racist he is. Yeah, apparently. Racist Orange Dude gets to host WrestleMania now. Well, Vince McMahon doesn't care how racist you are if you sell t-shirts. If you're a draw, he doesn't point. Yeah. Fair point. There is a reason why Hulk Hogan and his entire family is banned from any AEW event. His entire uh-huh, family. Go. What does family do? Well, his wife is also kind of, ex-wife rather, has parroted similar viewpoints. That I forgot all upon. about, oh my god, the sex tape. Oh my god, I forgot about that. We don't want to talk about that. No, don't. <laughs> Nobody wants all. to talk about that. Uh, shouldn't eat that shrimp. <laughs> Oh my Jesus. god, he says something like that. Oh my god, well, he, I never watched it. I, I never watched it, so I have no idea what you're talking about. I just heard about that. He uh-huh. says that in it. Uh-huh. Oh my god. I actually kind of want to look it up to see if he does that. Oh, oh, oh no, oh, no, wait, wait, no. Wait, 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 wait. No. I just thought about it. I Let's have to not, watch it. Uh-uh. Yeah, stop it. I'm out. Stop. I'm already out. Stop. It was stop a funny it. idea. Stop not going to practice it. Let's do nobody, it live. Nobody Fuck wants it. that. I'll figure it out. I'll be, I'll be scarred. Uh, nobody Artie wants that. Ugh. Can't scar me any more than I already am. I was going to try and pivot, but I don't even remember what I was pivoting to. So let's just go to the next <laughs> news story. <laughs> Please, someone save me from this. Bachman, what do you got for us? Heights anyway, don't you? What? I have got a big change coming to the world of comics. Uh, from a Chris Aaron article three days ago on Games Radar. Uh, we are breaking up the motherfucking monopoly finally, permanently, in a way that it didn't quite get broken up the way we kind of thought it would when uh, DC announced that they were going with a new distributor um, after coming out of the COVID crisis. There were some changes made, but like Diamond was still kind of running shit. Um, now, as it stands, uh, Marvel's relationship with comic books is about to change in a very big way. 
Uh, Marvel has found a new distributor and it gets its com to get comics into comic shops, which is Penguin Random House. So Marvel is actually going with an actual publisher and their publishing services will now be how they distribute their comics to the direct market. Uh, for those that don't know, the direct market is what's considered any open face store like comic book stores instead of like um, uh, like grocery stores where you have comics on the racks, you know, uh, boutique shops where there's comics, you know, on newsstands. But yeah, places where it's actual the, you know, the first shop open direct market for comic book stores, the distribution model has basically been on lockdown by Diamond for over 20 years. Like it's it's it was pretty much a fucking monopoly, even though they were never you know fought about it. Yeah, uh, it says Marvel's entered an exclusive multi-year deal with Penguin Random House's distribution arm to deliver its comic books, trade collections, and graphic novels to the comic shop direct market beginning on October 1st. It says after a thorough analysis of the market environment, Marvel has chosen Penguin Random House Publisher Services (PRHPS) as its distribution partner to create a sustainable, productive supply chain and enhance infrastructure for Marvel publications that will benefit comic retailers and fans alike for years to come. Reads Marvel's announcement uh, that. Uh, uh, it says Penguin Random House is known for its state-of-the-art multi-ranging services that enable independent booksellers to increase efficiency and profitability. What does this mean for Marvel's long-standing direct market distributor Diamond, which has been exclusive with them since 1997? And they say 97 because there was like a two-year break where Marvel tried something else in like 95 to 97. But they, like previous to 95, they were with Diamond for like 20-some-odd years anyway. So it's been almost 50 years that they've been exclusive with Diamond. It says, yeah, now direct market retailers can still order their Marvel comics through Diamond, although Diamond would be acting as a wholesaler to the direct market, ordering their products through PRHPS. So if comic shops don't want to deal with Random House or with Penguin Random House, they can actually keep doing their orders through Diamond through the previous catalog. Does that but change their prices? That, just that adds another what, middleman. That's what we don't know yeah. yet because that hasn't all been worked out. And literally, like it's it's an announcement that came out this week. So with Diamond being basically changed to a Marvel wholesaler, it might have to change their prices and previews. So I would assume. Thinking, yeah. So some some companies getting their books if they decide to keep going through Diamond and not ordering through Penguin. It might end up costing them more. So yeah. So what it might be now with with uh, DC having their own publisher that they're going through, and Diamond is still going to be the one for you know the majority of small independent uh, public comic book publishers. Like the big thing is trying to get five thousand sales because if you can show that you have five thousand pre-orders, you can get into the previews catalog, and Diamond will distribute your book. That's been, you know, one of the mainstays and like the benchmarks of trying to get into Diamond for years. And then it's been something other people have been fighting for. But now DC has their own. Marvel's going with a different company. If Diamond ends up having to lose money by wholesaling Marvel comics, they might have to, you know, lower their their like the requirements for some of the smaller publishers. Fucking pop ups. They might have to uh, lower their requirements for some of the smaller publishers to fill out the rest of the previews catalog. Otherwise, that preview catalog is going to get pretty fucking small if it starts having less and less DC books and less and less Marvel books in it. If the big two eventually just actually go out of house and just cut Diamond out of the loop, Diamond's going to have to do something to keep, you know, like basically holding their spot in the industry where they're no longer going to be the monopoly, which they really were a monopoly for like 30, 40 years. Like they were the only place that comic book stores ordered from. Other than that, like independent sellers would literally be calling in each individual comic shop saying, hey, will you carry my book? I will mail you 10 copies of. And like, you know, a lot of writers, you know, people making their own individual comics don't want to be having to do that shit 
calling 5,000 comic shops in the in America because that takes a lot of time. Right. But yeah. So, like this is this ha- is going to be a huge change. Yeah. Harry's in the chat room and says as if local comic shops weren't struggling enough. I don't know if this is a good or a bad thing for the local comic shops. I, like, I guess I should talk to my one buddy who owns one because they already did something similar with DC right now as yeah. to whether this is a good or a bad thing. I do know that most folks that own comic shops or work in the industry pretty much loathe Diamond because the yeah. customer support sucks. Diamond regularly sends them damaged books that they're constantly sending stuff back to them to try and get replaced and things yes. like that. So in theory, this could be a good thing, assuming it doesn't add cost at the local local yeah. comic shop level. Having worked at a comic book shop for multiple years, Diamond is a shit show. Diamond is a shit show because they're allowed to be because they were a monopoly. With DC having their own distribution arm and Marvel now signing a deal with Penguin, this is, one, going to shake up the industry. It's going to cause changes that will be good and bad probably for the first year at least. Because Penguin Random House, they have their distribution center in place already. Like They're the ones distributing books to every bookstore that's still open in America. Every Barnes & Noble that's out there has got Penguin books on the shelf. So, like... This is not a company that doesn't know how to distribute books, but they're going to be adding 5,000 customers to their, you know, to their distribution centers that they're going to have to get Marvel oh, yeah. books from Canada to their distribution centers and then out to all these comic book stores. That change is probably going to have growing pains because it's a huge change. In the long run, though, we've all seen it. Competition makes things better. That's what actual capital is supposed to be about. Diamond could be a shit show because they didn't have a competitor. Um, DCBS Comics Distribution System, which is now basically what DC's using, isn't that they already? Isn't that basically Midtown Comics they go through? That or something yeah, it's like pretty that? much Midtown. Yeah, so they they're they you know had started taking a chunk out of Diamond, but they you know hadn't really gone big. And now with DC going with them, and then Marvel going with Penguin, you basically have three companies saying, hey, we want to be the one that brings you your comics. So if you've got three different companies providing the same service, those three companies have to compete, which in the long term usually will bring down prices because there's a competitor, and you have to have the better service. And honestly, I'll tell you, Diamond has shit service. They they will send a fucking box that has one comic in it, and they charge you as much for shipping on that box as they do for the box that's got 70 comics in it. And that box that's got 70 comics in it, one out of 10 times, all 70 of them are fucking ruined. And the comic book store has to then ship those back and then wait for replacements. And sometimes if the print runs over, getting those replacements is a giant fucking pain in the ass for the comic shop. And yeah, all it does is cost them money and time. So yeah, in the long run, it's almost guaranteed this will be good for the comics industry. It's just going to have growing pains. But also, yeah, I'm I'm happy to see Marvel going with somebody else because Diamond is a shit show. Like, I mean, hell, comics stopped because Diamond just felt like it during the during the the COVID thing when there were still books that could have gone out to print that were already made. The Diamond's distributor, the guy who runs it, actually just said, "You know what? No." We're stopping. And it literally didn't make a difference to him one way or the other because he was just like, ah, fuck it. I'm in charge. And it was kind of shitty because, like, the guys, like, that had worked on books that were pre-ordered for Marvel, they'd been paid, but then Marvel didn't get the money because the books couldn't go out because Diamond said no, which was just weird because at the time, a lot of the comic book stores were still trying to do curbside service and fucking get comics to customers and keep their doors open. So, yeah, it's, it's just... In the long run, it'll be good because there'll be competition. So now we got three different companies that are all trying to provide the same service, one for DC, one for Marvel, and then Diamond hopefully will you know get their shit together and be a little better about what they do because they're going to have to try to pick up a little more of the indie world 
if they want to keep competing with the two companies that are going to be distributing Marvel and DC Comics now. I mean, in theory, it could be good for indie because, like you're saying, Diamond has to pick up some slack for what they're going to be missing, which is the yeah. big two. And it could be that there's a better focus on some of those independent creators that were having a hard time getting put into the Diamond preview books. Now it's okay, it's a little bit easier because Diamond needs yeah. more content to try and sell people. I, yeah, I imagine... Oh, with sorry, them needing to fill the catalog, I would say, I mean, the one thing it should do is it should it should make them have to lower their standards for what used to be the pre-order number. Because there was a while back in like the 80s and stuff, if an independent comic had a thousand pre-orders, they would put them in diamond. And I think now, yeah, it's somewhere over five or ten thousand pre-orders. Like, it's fucking insane to get yourself into the previews catalog. But yeah, if they're losing Marvel and DC distribution, they're going to have to lower that standard to get more books in there because yeah, I mean that previews catalog needs to have books in it or diamonds not making money. It'll also be interesting. And I'd be curious to talk to someone who owns a shop to see what the increased pain in the ass level is for lack of a better term for getting books into the store. Now, like everyone has pull lists and things like that. And back when it was just diamonds, you had to put orders in in one place and keep track of them all. Now we're talking about potentially three different systems you're having to track your purchase orders and stuff out of yeah it's not going and to be as streamlined three different orders yeah. yeah having to do three different orders with, every month having with to track three different them. due dates potentially for when pre-orders yep. are due like in theory and i'm not saying this is the case they could really screw you and be like diamond pre-orders are due week two of the month ahead of time marvel are due week three and dc are due like yeah. week four of the month well, before and then also think about this so what if Say your DCBS and Penguin books show up Tuesday night and your Diamond books are late. Yeah. So then the comic book store usually goes and picks up one load of books at like a late night UPS on Tuesday nights. And that's how they get their books into shops on Wednesday morning. Now, if you're picking up three different shipments every Tuesday, so one of the shipments is late. So this set of books is not available Wednesday morning, but these two sets are. Yeah, it could definitely cause some problems. And yeah, like, like I said, there'll be growing pains. Like, I'll bet you for the first year, there's going to be a whole lot of comic shops that find this a giant pain in the ass. Haru's in the chat and brings up another good point. I wonder if they have to worry about order minimums, like minimum 250 or $300 before they'll ship. From- so in theory, if you were a small yeah. shop that didn't have huge pre-order numbers, and it is, okay, I got to get my Marvel order, and crap, I've only got $240 worth of books, I have to have X amount to be able to have them ship my order. What extra nonsense do they have to buy that's going to sit on the shelves and then eventually go in a long box in the basement for someone to pick <laughs> up to fill their collection a couple years from variant now? Variant covers. Yeah, order right? this variant cover. Right? I mean, yeah, which, yeah, with order minimums, yeah, if you're doing three different orders each month, that could become a huge pain if DC and Marvel and Diamond all have different um, dollar amounts that you have to hit. It could become a giant pain in the ass for some of these comic book stores. Um, so, yeah, especially be, more so if you've got like a shop and let's, I'm going to pose a hypothetical here. Shop X, like most people like to read DC comic books, but they've got like three or four guys that are really, really big into like Spider-Man and X-Men, but it made up a small percentage of what came out of Diamond. So now we're talking, okay, the bulk of my money is going to the DC comics folks, but I need to get my Marvel order in to support these three customers that really buy all this Marvel stuff. And maybe I don't have anywhere near enough to meet that minimum for what I need for an order. And you go, oh crap, what do I do? Do I go tell three customers, hey, I can't supply your books anymore because you're not buying enough or because other people aren't buying enough? These are all hypotheticals. It's just, uh, this is some of the stuff that's going to be interesting as a consumer to see how it shakes out. But I can understand how as a retailer, you're going, oh shit, what's going to happen now? 
Yeah, it could be a pain in the ass for a lot of shops. But I mean, yeah, it's it's growing pains. Anytime a big change like this comes, it's going to be growing pains. So in the long run, though, I think it'll be good for all the shops because, yeah, just not having Diamond have a stranglehold on the industry is a good thing. Yeah, Because that company ran shit for far too long and they were so god-awful at customer service. Yeah. Their customer service was garbage. Well, so, yeah. like, I'm excited right. to see what Penguin no, does. All right, so we're also going to challenge the employees of Diamond, the CEOs. <laughs> we're going to challenge them. We're going to fucking fist them right in the fucking face. I, just, I fixed it. I know I was going somewhere weird and uh, different. Uh, I didn't know. think my, my words got ahead of my head. It happens. You know it. It happens to everybody. Come on now. But we're going to fist them right in the fucking face. Swipe them with a bear claw. Uh, as, a, as a side point, uh, Haru's in the chat room talking about the fact that uh, – his, their shop is a huge Marvel shop. A handful of people are all about the indies. So they looked at getting them direct, but shipping pretty much tripled or doubled the cost. Granted, he's in Can- there in Canada. So shipping yeah. costs are a little different there. So it could also be interesting from a digital comics perspective. When you've got people or retailers are saying, hey, I can't get these books because it can't beat minimums. Does that then cause a spike in some digital purchase in it some might. cases? I do know that Comixology at one point in time basically gave retailers the opportunity to be a digital storefront for digital books. So you could go to Comixology through your store's website and they'd get a cut of what's sent. I don't know yep. if they're still doing that or not. And I don't know if all shops participate in that because I don't know what it costs to do that. I know one of the local yeah, shops in town used to, didn't, and the other so. didn't. So who yeah. knows? I don't know where they're going with it. it it's all going to be, it's going to be a mess. Yeah, but yeah, we are things are changing. Yeah. Okay. So for comparison, Haru's in the chat and says Invincible Compendium One in the local shop is a hundred bucks. On Comicsology, it's twenty five. Yeah, it's on sale for twenty five right now. You mean this big old bastard yeah. right here? This old thick boy right here? Yep. Thick with two C's, right, Willie? As you said it earlier. Ass, <laughs> oh, nobody wanted that i'm sorry yeah, well. name it's one person wait wait name one person other than yourself that wanted you to do that bachman <laughs> am i wrong he says no you you're in wrong way bachman wrong way bachman <laughs> yeah, I see i i know it stop looking yeah, at but... you chris <laughs> you little shit no you can't make me do it I, so it look- should be so easy to remember that willie's always on my left because he's never right <laughs> Call back. <laughs> Appreciate that at all. I like this me, some, you son of a bitch. This is the, this is the most like bullshit Brady Bunch asshole motherfuckery we have to deal with. Listen, I can run a promo better than Sid Vicious. That's all there is to it. And that ain't saying a whole lot. That's a I low fucking that. bar. <laughs> That's like saying I can take a punch better than Brock Lesnar. Easy to do. I mean, I hope you can take a kick better than Sid Vicious. It wasn't the kick that did it. It was when he jumped off the ring, off the ropes. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't want to think about it. Oh, God. That bone. I, oh, God. It looks so noodly. <laughs> so noodly. Oh, God. Noodly the legs never noodly be noodly, noodly like that, especially in the middle of a bone. Oh, yikes. Oh, God. Ugh. Yeah, we don't but need to talk about it. that was my news of the week. <laughs> so we have closed out the news of the week, but before we close out the news in general, let's talk about one of the good things that came out for the DC side of things. Yes, I know that the gray version or the black and white version of Justice League cut is coming to HBO Max. Fine, whatever. I don't care. I didn't care much about the Logan black and white cut either. It is what it is. Whatever. Let's talk about what looks really cool, Sorry. which is they Logan dropped North. they dropped a new red band trailer for James Gunn's The Suicide Squad this week. And hot damn, does that not look fun, guys. Wait, that's the... God, I forgot that's the title. The Suicide Squad. Yes, The Suicide yep. Squad. Yeah, DC's going with the Xbox naming convention. The, we're <laughs> no. just going to 
confuse the shit out of you so you don't know what movie you're talking about or watching. Oh, you're going with the Fast and Furious. Yeah. <laughs> Naming. <laughs> this is more Fast and Furious titling. Uh, I don't even remember which one's which. Do they, do they start off without the does or do they start with does? And the fourth one, they added it. They yeah, the first remember. one is the <laughs> Fast and the Furious. The fourth one is Fast and Furious, if I recall correctly. But that's that's not that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the Suicide Squad. Guys, I'm excited for is wearing a helmet. We're going to be <laughs> seeing a whole beach clothes. of dicks. Yep. <laughs> well, I have to eat a whole beach of dicks to save democracy, I will. <laughs> Thank you, Some John of the Cena. lines they got John Cena to say in this movie are just going to be amazing. I can't wait to see what he gets to say in his series on HBO Max now. Yeah. Like, I, hell, I can't wait to see what he sees, says in the rest of the movie that didn't make it into the trailer. Dear I, God. The gag reel. I can't wait to see some of the things that Sly Stallone gets to say now as King Shark. Yeah. That, oh, that, that's who that is? That's Sylvester yeah. Stallone. Oh, yeah. Hit him up over here like, hand. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's that, a hand. The fact that they're there to save Harley and then she's outside waiting for them in the trailer is like the cutest thing ever. You were going to save me? It feels so James Gunn, and I don't mean that in a yeah, bad way, but it feels like just the way he likes to screw with people and still make it funny, yeah. too. It, Yeah. Everything about this looks like fun, and other people have said this online, so I'm not going to take credit for it. But if you go and watch this trailer and go and watch like one of the first Guardians trailers when it was announced, it has that same kind of fun sense to it where you watch it and you go, this looks like it could be fun and hilarious. And that's the yeah. feeling I get from this is, A, it looks fun. B, it looks funny. I'm in. Well, and it's one of those things where I can't remember the uh, David Ayer who did the first Suicide Squad. Like he did his cut. It was too dark. Guardians came out and then like Guardians had the crazy soundtrack. It made a whole bunch of money. It was a bunch of characters no one ever heard of. And some DC executives were like, no, we need to recut this. We need to make it funny. And we need to shove in a soundtrack that sounds kind of like that one. And they basically fucked up David Ayer's movie. And so we got a movie totally different from what it was. Because they were trying to mimic what James Gunn did with the Guardian. Now, James Gunn coming off of Guardians 1 and 2, having, you know, made tons of money for Marvel with the third tier characters no one has ever heard of. DC gives him those fucking characters and says, okay, well, just do what you did with Guardians with the Suicide Squad. And I have to think that, like, part of his contract was like, I get to do whatever the fuck I want and you guys can't recut my movie afterwards. And so we're going to get the James Gunn version of Suicide Squad, which is what they wanted in the first place anyways. And so it's going to be funny and the jokes are going to be written in there from the beginning, not added later, not mixed around. And so, yeah, like it's going to be a much more cohesive movie because, yeah, the, the the first Suicide Squad movie we saw was basically two movies like shoved together in a way that didn't really mesh that well, which was part of the problem because there was still good stuff in the first Suicide Squad movie. They just had problems. And I think those problems will be dealt with because you got James Gunn running the show. Wait, wait. Academy Award winning Suicide Squad. It beat Star Trek Beyond for best makeup. And I went, how did this happen (laughs) when you saw some of the crazy creature effects they did in Star Trek? Neither here nor there. Well, uh, Star Trek just shot itself with a foot because how dare you cover up Idris Elba's face? Like, what is wrong? That man is beautiful. But they they recovered with the Beastie Boys. He's wearing a helmet in the scene I'm watching in Suicide Squad, so. (laughs) I cannot wait to see the the Suicide Squad trauma cut. I want to see that. Oh, God. Well, I want to see that. That might that. be something. That might yeah. be something. We didn't even get to see all the characters in this movie. Like, they gave us glimpses of some, like, Capaldi. We oh, saw Peter saw Capaldi. It? We didn't get to see, like, Nathan Fillion, for instance, who's in the oh, movie. Oh, not in this trailer. Yeah. But yeah, in the no. other one where Correct. they just go through every 
So let me rephrase. The character reveals we got all that stuff, but there's so many characters in the movie that in the first Red Band trailer they put out, they didn't even have a chance to show them all off. This is not me complaining. This is me going, oh, I can't wait to see what some of these other characters are since you've already teased them to me. I'll say, and let's be fair also, this is the Suicide Squad. So it's not, we haven't met all the characters that are going to be in the start of the movie. Fair. As they put it all up on their Instagrams, hashtag don't get attached. <laughs> well, There's no that. telling. Half this team may not make it out of the first sequence of the film. <laughs> and what, what, who is that dude who died in the suicide, the, 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 the other Suicide Squad movie? No, was his name like Cliffhanger or something? I think so. I don't know. I don't yeah, he had weird like climbing rope powers. Oh, fuck this. I'm out of here. Blah, blah. Yeah, it was very strange. It. Done. So, I mean, trauma cut. I want to see it. Look, it just looks like fun. I'm excited for James Gunn that he gets to do this movie. I was excited for him when he lost the Guardians 3 gig that this is what he got to go on and do. I'm really excited for him now that he gets to do this, then go back and do Guardians and a Guardians Christmas special. I don't know how that's happening, but it's awesome. Too. Good for him, man. No, no I'm oh, waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting. After it goes in theaters, it's it, and probably a year after the uh, home release of it or the year after the release in theaters, um, they're probably going to put out the first ever NC-17 rated comic book movie. James Gunn is the one to do it. Am I wrong? It, I mean, yeah. it's he could definitely do it. I know he could do it for sure. So it's just a question of whether or not they'll let him do it. What did the NC stand for, NC-17? No children. Growing up in North Carolina, yeah, I thought it was no North Carolina 17. No children under 17. <laughs> North Carolina 17, huh? Well, I mean, you grow, you grow up in, everyone says, oh, you're an NC. Uh, Adam Beach's character's name was Slipknot. Okay. That was the guy who dies because Boomerang's like, oh, no, was, there's no I, there's no bomb on her neck. It's just a bullshit. I thought that was Corey Taylor. Nope. That's a band, not a character. I know. That's that's a slight deep cut if you know the fucking uh, Stone Sour lead man. <laughs> this is why you come here, because Willie's knowledge. Yeah, that's why we come here, is Willie's knowledge. There's no sarcasm at all in that when I say it. None whatsoever. Oh, I didn't feel it. No. I didn't Title feel of your sarcasm, sex tape? So. No sarcasm? No, it's, oh, I didn't feel it. Oh. <laughs> I stole a Brooklyn Nine-Nine gag there. I'm sorry. Apparently that's not a deep cut. <laughs> For you audio listeners, I gave a sad, pouty face. It's okay, Willie. Willie's a sad panda. Sexual harassment. Panda. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you get to do that song? Is that a copyrighted? <laughs> All I said was one line. Don't sue people needlessly, panda. Do you want me to talk about him, too? Uh, why not? Listen here, you little shit. Oh, there he goes, talking shit again. Oh, looks like I'm turning on my manager. Listen here, sweet boy. <laughs> You're going to feel the power of this elbow. <laughs> oh, the talking heads are fighting again. Uh-oh. Talking heads are fighting. All right, guys, I think that does wrap us up for the new <laughs> segment of the show, which takes us to the end of the show, where we do a segment called What I'm Into. It's our chance to share with you guys who are watching live or listening later the kind of geeky or nerdy things we've been getting into so that you may want to go check them out yourselves i'll kick things off for us and i'm going to gloss over one of the things because uh, it's more suited for bachman to talk about but things i've been getting into i've been playing uh, a little bit of avengers on the xbox and some hades on the nintendo switch because i enjoy both those games for their <laughs> stories uh, i haven't gotten too far in avengers just because i got distracted with other stuff and didn't play a ton and i did also buy there was a pricing error on amazon for the digital version of the ultimate edition of watchdogs legacy for 20 bucks which includes the uh expand the dlc packs 
like all of Wait, them. Wait, so included. did you get it all for twenty dollars? I got it all for twenty bucks, and the, the expansion itself cost forty. So I figured that was a win. So I have a digital license nice. for Watch Dogs <laughs> Legion, which also came with the digital copy of Watch Dogs One, all the DLC and some other stuff. I was like, okay, I'm good with this because I was going to buy the DLC pass or whatever. Damn. So for half price plus get a bunch of other stuff, now I can go trade the game in if I decide to and get like five bucks. That's not bad so at all. It only cost me fifteen. So this is a monopoly thing that just happened, a bank error in your favor. Amazon priced things yeah. incorrectly on their website. I know what you I know what you mean. I'm just trying to do the thing with the monopoly. Look, I wouldn't have found out had not, all right. I wouldn't have found out had it not been for Wario sixty four on Twitter. If you're looking for good game deals, you should really be following Wario sixty four on Twitter. That's what it comes Wario never had an N sixty four game by himself. He was part of Mario Party. Uh, I think that's the only thing he would know. He's also Mario Tennis. I don't think he was in anything else for the N64. Shut your face hole. That's fair. That's right, Naki. <laughs> Thank you, Naki. That's more unfair. That's more unfair. Uh, other stuff. Uh, Friday, I watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It was really good. I haven't shared many of my opinions on it because uh, here's the tease, tease, tease. I will be guest hosting on Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. later this afternoon uh-huh. at 5 p.m. Eastern over on Geeks.Live. You can watch that. I will be joining SP and Michelle to discuss the most recent episode of The Falcon and Winter Soldier. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but I just noticed and put it into my queue on Disney Plus. Uh, the new Mighty Ducks series is out. Mighty and Ducks you know Game who's Changers. in it? Emilio Estevez returns. No, Riley from Letterkenny. Okay. Also that. So uh, I put it in my queue. I didn't have a chance to watch it yet. I did also watch two thirds, three quarters of the first episode of Invincible right before I came down to do the show. Haven't finished yet, but really enjoyed it. But more importantly, last week on the show, I bought the first or I bought all three compendiums of Invincible. I finished compendium one. I'm halfway through compendium two right now. And God damn it. Or digital. Uh, Digital. It was on sale in Comixology for 20 bucks a pop. Yeah. Physical. (laughs) <laughs> Willie just wants to get physical, physical. Thicker than the damn Bible. Probably a better read than the Bible. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's, got a, it's got a way better, much uh, more characterization. I could feel the for, lightning uh, forming over my head as I said that. Much better fight scenes. <laughs> for something that was started being made about 2,000 years ago, they actually got some nice superhero stories in it. Fair. Got my companion. Um, I mean, for 2,000 years, I mean, he couldn't fly, but he could walk on water. That's pretty cool. Turn water into wine. Ooh, get drunk, people! (laughs) Eat my flesh, bitch! Why uh, you want me to suck your dick like that? (laughs) 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 So those are some of the things I've been getting into this this upcoming week. Sound effect. I dropped my book. This upcoming week, uh, just because a reminder to all, or not a reminder, just to normalize it, I guess is why I bring this up. I get my second shot of the COVID vaccine this week on Friday. So if you have the opportunity... Go and get it. I know in West Virginia and a lot of the bordering states, there is the uh, local governments that are doing stuff, but also Walgreens has been allowing people to schedule COVID shots to do those. They've had their own supply as well. So please, 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 if you want to listen to any one thing I ever say on here, go get your shots or shot, depending on which one you're getting. They're making it easier and easier to get it now. And I will say after shot one, I felt mostly fine. I've heard shot two is the rougher one. So if I'm uh, dragging ass a little bit on Sunday next week, you guys know why. It's because uh, the COVID vaccine is kicking my butt a little. now. What are you talking about? I'm sitting on my ass. (laughs) It's not dragging. Don't blow out that O-ring for dragging too much. Oh, God. You know, there's such a thing as beating, going too far with a joke. Beating a dead horse. You know why it's called the O-ring, right? Because it makes you go. No. No, no, it's not no. It's not no. Shut that shit down. (laughs) Bad with found it doesn't it. matter he can't do it anymore he can't do it anymore because it's a packed up he can't bring out the little shithead 
Oh, Negan shit. was a shithead, right? I never watched it. He was a shithead, though, right? I have no idea he what you're talking about. Thank you. Negan. Oh. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I've been getting into Mr. Bachman. You got it next. What you been getting into? Shutting that shit down. <laughs> God damn it. I thought it was packed. I thought it was packed. He's God still it. here. He's still here. He's got a Funko Pop down, mini version. <laughs> Shut your shit down. Fucking Funko Pop. It's not a Funko Pop. It's a mini. It's a Dorbs, isn't that what that's called or something yeah, like that? I think that one's a mini Dorbs. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's part of the Dorbs line. I'm so sorry for not under not seeing you the should little be. fucking small window. You should that it's be. a Dorbs and not a Funko Pop. Because they look so different, don't they? They're yeah. so different. Yeah. What's totally wrong with you, Willie? They're sucking each other's dick and they know it. What? Everyone knows it. They're what? the same goddamn thing and everyone knows it. Just slightly variations. Oh, we're more rounded. We're more yeah. angled. You Who know cares? You know nothing. I know enough. Really, I think you're just stupid. After last week's bullshit, mostly started by Willie, I actually was going to try to give Avengers another fucking shot. And guess what? I had to download fucking like 13 gigs worth of updates. So I ended up going and playing fucking Dead by Daylight because I wasn't waiting for that bullshit. To be fair, that was probably two DLC packs. You had two Hawkeye DLCs to download. Which I also also don't give a shit about because it's fucking Hawkeye. What the uh, fuck would I give a shit about Hawkeye? Kate's awesome, Which man. One? Who cares? I don't care yeah. about either one of them. Kate Bishop's but awesome. But you did download it, though, right? It's, it's on there, right? Yeah, I downloaded it. So I'll maybe play it with at you. some point Let's this play week. together, man. I might. I might. Yeah, but it's no, more fun with friends. Actual good stuff this week. Like, yeah, um, I decided to go back and look at the Comixology sale after I brought it up and got Chris to get a chunk of it and looked at it. It's like, you know... With the with the Comicsology uh, Unlimited that I pay for monthly, you also get a discount when you buy digital comics there. So I looked and yeah, I was like, I, I couldn't pass it up. I got all three Invincible Compendiums one, two, and three after tax for less than sixty five dollars. So I now have you know the twelve library editions. So I have the oversized artwork versions to read in physical copy. But I now, on my iPad, have the entire run of Invincible in digital format in just three files. So I can now go back and reference and look at anything. And yeah, I'm 15 issues into my reread. I toss it on my Goodreads. And so yeah, each companion will count as a book for this year. So I wanted to reread it anyways. And yeah, fucking started rereading that. And it's been fun to like go back and remember some of this shit from way, way early in the comic. Uh, especially a lot of it that they're skipping in the show. Uh, if you haven't watched it, the, the first three episodes of invincible dropped on friday we're getting eight for this first season and by issues or by episode three we're already like like 17 18 issues into the comic like they've skipped a whole story arc about a character that i think they're just going to bypass which you know not a huge huge loss but they've gone deep in some of the stuff that like there's a, a large event that happens at the end of episode one no spoilers that you don't get to until issue 12 in the comic book so, like, the comic went a year before it revealed, like, the first major twist in the story. And the cartoon straight up hits you with that shit during the credit sequence in the first episode. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know shit. Chris hadn't seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah just wait. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's the credit sequence, because it's, like, what, 15 more minutes? It has, like, a little bit of credits coming in, and then they come back. Yeah, and then they like, come back. It's got yeah, 15 so, more minutes. What the hell's yeah, going on? Yeah, if anybody was it. watching Invincible, the first episode, and like turned it off right when the credits started, uh, go back and finish watching the episode. Because there's a chunk wow. that's after the credits start. Yeah, did Chris, have you not seen the no, first big reveal? I haven't no, gotten, I haven't finished yeah. the episode yet. I'm only like two-thirds yeah. of the way through. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I know he hadn't seen British it. Because it's like a 47-minute episode. Yeah, I'm at like 32 minutes in or 34 minutes okay, in, I yeah. think. Yeah, like the first big twist in Invincible, it's in the first episode of the cartoon. It's amazing. Yeah. He hasn't like, even no. named himself. I haven't gotten too far enough yet where he names himself. Oh, that's where you that, yeah, that's where you get the title card and then the uh credit yeah, yeah. start. So yeah. I haven't gotten to him <laughs> figuring out his superhero name yet. Yeah, yeah, okay, you'll yeah. get it when you get it. You'll see. I yeah. just met Mark Hamill, basically. Nice, yeah. Just art just showed up. Okay. Yeah. Mark cool. Hamill. Mark yeah, Hamill's Art the Tailor. He's Art the Tailor. Oh, the guy that picked- Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. Um. I mean, top to bottom, the show is amazing. They they nailed the action. They nailed the characterization. The artwork itself is straight fucking referencing Corey Walker and Ryan Otley's stuff. It looks like Corey Walker's artwork brought to life. It very much mimics a lot of his art style that's in the original comic. The first seven issues that was Corey Walker drawn. Uh, for those that don't know, Ryan Otley took over after issue eight, and so the rest, basically the basically issues eight through one forty four, were Ryan Otley with uh, Corey Walker showing up and doing an occasional fill in uh, issues. But yeah, the artwork is it looks straight up just like the comic. The 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 slight changes that Kirkman has made for, like he said, you know, these are scripts that he wrote twenty three years ago. So some of the early stuff in Invincible is shit that he wrote basically when he was a teenager. Hell, some of the characters are characters he created when he was a kid. So a lot of this stuff, when he went back to like change the scripts, like he got to touch up stuff and make little changes and stuff, just like they did with The Walking Dead. And honestly, like there was stuff that they made changes in The Walking Dead that I liked and didn't like. And so far, I haven't disliked any of the changes they made in Invincible. The opening fight sequence is it's an introduction of the Mauler twins that gives you a much better understanding of the Guardians of the Globe than the original fight that you see in the comic book. And so that makes sense. It, it works better. It plays better. And we get to start the fucking show off with John Ham. How can you go wrong with Ham? Like Wait, who's Ham? He's the white guard at the White House. That's John Ham. Yeah, that's John Ham. <laughs> John Hamm. Talking Wait, about let me drop this kid. one more time. Yeah, yeah, drop. But yeah, uh, yeah. For those that don't know, like the and just the fucking cast is amazing. Sandra O oh playing Debbie Grayson, Mark's mom, is fantastic. J.K. Simmons, uh, uh, Grey's Anatomy, I think was her big one. Uh, oh, she's no, been a, that's that one, Grey's Anatomy. Okay, I know who you're yeah. talking about. That's she's done a sure, bunch yeah. of stuff, but Grey's Anatomy yeah, is probably the one. That, stuff, I, I think Grey's Anatomy would be the big one, I think, what people would know her from. Uh, J.K. Simmons, who is our last Commissioner Gordon, the world's, the world's greatest, J. Jonah Jameson. Um, he's like the perfect pick for Omni-Man as he's dropping like wisdom lines as the aged superhero, like teaching his son how to be a superhero. Like... I don't think they could have possibly got anybody better to play the dad. Fucking Stephen Young, like everybody's favorite Walking Dead, you know, victim has like he's killing it as Mark. Like there's so many sequences where like he's playing it very young and very like, you know, it's a it's a kid that's immature, that's learning all this weird stuff. And like but having to deal with like big fucking big things and big trauma and Stephen Young's killing it. And then you got, yeah, fucking Zazie Beats playing the new version of Amber, which not a huge change. The character was white in the comics. They made her African-American in the show. Not a huge difference, but the character's great in the show. I love how they updated her. I love the fact that she takes out the bully. Like, it was yeah. fucking hilarious. I'm also excited uh, that Gillian Jacobs is doing Adam Eve. Yeah, Gillian Jacobs is Adam Eve. Fucking Walton Goggins is playing Cecil, which is he's going to be great because he'll be throughout Wait, the whole show. Which one's Cecil? Uh, the guy who runs the global defense system, the guy with the scar on his face. Yeah, he's got the scar on his face. That's Walter Gruggan. Yeah, that's Walter Gruggan. He's great. Joe. Oh my god! Yeah. I didn't even have to rehear his voice. Yeah, oh my Kevin god. Is the Ballers? Mark Hamill's Art Rosenbaum, 
Seth Rogen is Alan the Alien, so Seth Rogen's going to be in it. Carrie Payton is fucking Black Santum. Zachary Quinto playing robot is so fucking perfect. perfect. It's so creepily perfect because he's doing that, the no inflection, no intonation. It's just a robotic voice through a synthesizer. He's fucking nailing it. And honestly, I'm trying not to spoil anything, but knowing where that character goes over the next 144 issues of the comic, oh my God. Zachary Quinto is going to get to do some cool shit. Just, just without without spoilers. Yeah. Is he just a robot that somebody made? If there's spoilers that you can't bypass, just don't just I, say yeah, I can't, I can't yeah, tell you anything about robot without okay. spoiling. So, yeah. I was just yeah, curious. Like, just is he just a he's fucking robot? Robot is an important character through the probably. entire run of the show, and Zachary Quinto is going to get to have some fucking fun. Yes. He's, yeah. he's going to be awesome. And we should point out real quick, Sandra Oh was also the Fang Chief in Raya. She was in She-Ra as a title character and she has the series killing Eve that it's fourth season oh, yeah. that she's killing doing Eve. now. Yeah, that was the other huge yeah. one she did. Yeah. So I didn't, yeah, she, I didn't want to yeah, be like, she's just the Grey's anatomy lady. Cause she quit that in what, like 2014. I think. Yeah. That, that was just the first one that pops yeah. in my head when going? I think of her. I think of Grey's it's still anatomy. going. Yeah. Yeah. So there's so many other going? characters, so much great shit in the cartoon, but when it all comes down to it, all we're really there for is Jason Manzukas as Rex Blode. I'm so happy. That they that's chose the, the greatest jackass voice talent to play the greatest jackass character in the history of comic books. It's literally when fucking Robert Kirkman was 10 years old and saw the character Gambit. He said, what if I made a character that threw stuff and it blew up? What would I call him? I'd call him Rex Flode. <laughs> and he made a character named Rex Flode, who in the comic book is an utter and complete jackass. And they got the fucking Ralphie bomb himself to voice it. And he's Fucking perfect. I laugh so hard at all the Rex Blode lines. And he is. He's a total dick. But yeah, the show is great. It's such a blast. It is ultra violent the way it's supposed to be. There are murders. There are deaths. There are civilians that get in the way and they get liquefied all the time. It's just like the comic book. No one in Invincible is safe. If you think The Walking Dead was bloody, you don't have a fucking clue because you haven't seen what Robert Kirkman can do with superheroes. We, we also forgot one of the other big actors they got, Mahershala Ali as Titan. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Mahershala oh, yeah. as Titan. Yeah, because he's always oh, in that Titan. the very first he's open very sequence. First He'll oh, come back. Alien, dude? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, he's the guy with the, the stone skin. He's yeah. the black dude. Invincible oh, beats the skin off of yeah, when he when he like uh, supers up, his skin turns into like concrete. The names yeah. I didn't really get. Uh, I do have a question: the, uh, the 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 cloning woman can she only have two other clones at a time? No, duplicate can duplicate make tons. now, yeah. but at a time. No, she can make tons. Because I've only seen guys. three. I, I'm when looking. Explode. Uh, I'm looking through the voice cast here. There's people I didn't. I haven't gotten to it yet, but I didn't know we're in here. Like Clancy Brown does three episodes in here. Yeah, Nicole Byer has an episode on there. We She's hilarious. Him? Sorry, we saw Clancy Brown's character. Uh, yeah, Damon Darkblood. He's the one investigating the murder that Chris hasn't seen yet. Oh, yeah. the demon dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like he's like kind of their version of uh, Hellboy. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey yeah. Donovan from Burn Notice has a character and plays two episodes yeah. in there. It's, it's incredible. Some of the yeah. talent they've got for this show. It's awesome. Yeah, it yeah, might this... be the most talented voice cast ever combined into one show. And for only three episodes in, it is utterly amazing. Like I said, I already watched all three. I watched them Friday night. And I literally get myself a headache because my new glasses are slightly smaller than my old ones. So I didn't put contacts in. I left the glasses on. I took my, I, me and the girlfriend got an Oculus Rift. I literally came home from work. I put the Oculus Rift on my head. I laid down in my bed and I watched all three episodes in the Amazon Prime Theater because 
Netflix, you're fucking up. Your fucking virtual app sucks balls, Netflix, because you can't change the size of the screen. In Amazon Prime, you can go into the fucking theater, start your movie or your show, and then put the theater where, screen wherever you want it and change it to three different size. And literally, I laid in bed and watched a movie screen, a movie theater size screen, and I watched all three episodes of Invincible. It was the best shit ever. I'm now going to watch the rest of The Expanse on the Oculus because fuck sitting in front of my TV. I can lay down in bed and watch a movie theater size screen. It is awesome. And yeah, I've already rewatched Invincible. It's such a good show. Like anybody that wants, you know, if you enjoy any type of cartoon ever, if you've ever enjoyed superheroes, watch this show because it's going to subvert all your expectations. And I honestly believe it's the best thing that Robert Kirkman ever wrote. It and is better than The Walking Dead. Episode the one. The Walking Dead was fantastic. Episode one's like a Walking Dead reunion when you go and look at the voice town in there. You've got Stephen yes. Yoon, you've got uh, Chad L. Coleman, Michael Cudlitz, uh, uh, Lenny James, Ross Marquand, Sneakwa Martin Green. Those are all folks from yeah. The Walking Dead that have voice roles in episode one of Invincible. Yeah. yeah, he got a ton of people from The Walking Dead. He's like, no, I want to work with these people again. These are people that Kirkman worked with when he was co-executive producing the show, and he loved them, and so he got them back on the show. Yeah, I mean, it kind of sucks that we're only going to get, you know, eight episodes for the first season. But the fact that, like I said, by the end of episode one, you're getting a reveal that wasn't in the comics until issue 12. So I have a feeling what we're going to see by the end of issue episode eight is going to be the equivalent almost of Compendium One. Yeah, wow. I think we're going to get a good chunk of it. This thing so, yeah, is like, wow. there's there's already people eight? starting. Pound There's already people starting the hashtag renew invincible for season two. And I fucking, I I'm skipping ahead of that. And I just threw it up on my Twitter and said, I'm, I'm all down for renewing it, but we want six seasons in a movie. Like <laughs> fuck it. I want six seasons of invincible and then a movie to finish it off. I want the Viltrumite war to take an entire year. Like all they right. should do the whole thing up as big as possible. Cause the show is awesome. Yeah, Other than that. Yeah. I played a little comic books. I read some com like you know, I read some comics, did some other random stuff, but yeah. All I've really done the majority of the big thing I did this week was watch Invincible and I fucking loved it. Cool, Willie? Oh, I was just gonna say I'm gonna do this first. Yeah, I haven't done this yet with this thing. Uh you know, everyone loves doing this, the uh Yeah, smelled the news the new print. Oh, uh, I haven't done that yet. <laughs> none, none smells oh like a new book. God. New yeah, print and new like game new smells, man. They're all great. Hells that yeah. thing is Hells like, yeah. I don't know how much that weighs. That is over eight pounds at least. This thing is over You're going to enjoy it, Willie. You going to start reading it today? Nice. Oh, says, Probably. like, Invincible dropped by 10 p.m. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing. For people that don't know, uh, the three episodes of Invincible was supposed to come out on Invincible Friday. They dropped them early on Thursday night. So, like, Chris it. told me about it in our Google Hangouts, like, <laughs> as I was at work. I was Sorry. like, well, I know what I'm doing when I get home from work. <laughs> I was there, too. Oh, well, yeah, but, I mean, Chris was the one who said, hey, Invincible's out. Like, you can go watch it now. I was like, oh, I mean, shit. I was already gonna, I'm sure it came, it was supposed to come out, with just a couple hours earlier, I'm, I'm assuming. Because it was supposed to come later. out, what, probably 3 a.m. Friday. Yeah, I think Friday it was supposed to be, like, a probably. midnight release, or probably. But, yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's just going to be a hell of a week. We got Invincible. We got, fucking, in a couple days, we got Godzilla versus Kong. On the first, we got Outriders, fucking drops. Like, this week is fucking busy. Uh, more Falcon, said, Winter Soldier. More Falcon, Winter Soldier, which, yeah, the, the, oh, shit. We got Isaiah Washington introduced in fucking the the MCU. Like that the fact that built. yeah, he's the first Captain America. Oh no the no no! When when he actually showed like what you see is yeah. all his whole body. That dude, that actor is Carl built, Lumley's dude. jacked. I yeah, I could. I tell. love it. The fact that they actually pulled from the truth comic Boom. book the idea that hey, we wouldn't do an experiment on a white soldier first when we have black soldiers that we can use to experiment on in 1940s America. Yeah, 
that's what they would have fucking done. And the but, fact uh, that they added that shit, I love what they're doing with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Every the 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 little things I was missing in episode one, as soon as you get Bucky and fucking Sam together in episode two, I'm good. Like I was so happy. And I love what they're doing too? with that show. What do you with mean, Isaiah? Didn't they change what? the time frame? Like it's Korean so, War. They mentioned Korean War for Isaiah in the show. Yeah, so it was a little bit of time difference. Well, no, because I, I think he said that's where he met Bucky. That yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that doesn't necessarily mean power. where he was in power. There, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. part of the Tuskegee so guys, here's where we get into small world here. Yeah. You, you know where Carl Lumbly has also been, where you might recognize his voice from the Justice League cartoon. He's John Jones in Justice League. Oh, yeah. He's the Martian Manhunter. He's the That's Martian right. Manhunter. Oh, yeah. And as, as Haru also mentioned, yeah, uh, all kill drops this week. So, yeah, Twitter has been going nuts with uh, Dead by Daylight because on Tuesday we get the new killer, new survivor. So, yeah, I got to save up them blood points. And there's also, uh, if you haven't noticed, there was a new code that went out on uh, the Reddits and the Dead by Daylight code, uh, BillyBilly200K, B-I-L-I-B-I-L-I, for another 200,000 blood points. People getting ready for uh, Tuesday. We want to have the million blood points banked so that when the characters come out, you can fucking level them up and get those new perks. Yeah, we're getting three new survivor perks, three new killer perks. Yeah, it's going to be a busy fucking week. Right. Shit's going on. I'm in for it. Like I said, like like I'm not already busy enough. I got shit going. Thing things happen. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> oh, well, Willie, why don't you finish things up for us? What you been getting into, buddy? Uh, this this thick ass book. Thick. <laughs> Thicker than a uh, dick. And uh, a little bit of D and D update. I'll give. I'll throw it out a little quickly. We uh, not too much has happened since uh, we did a little shopping. Is, we is Leroy Jenkins the... dead yet? No. Leroy. <laughs> so we actually had a mass party thing because we had both both sides uh, joining up uh, in the town. Apparently, the other team, when we stopped, they were walking into town, uh, apparently. Nice. And so we start off with them happening, and then all of a sudden, before they could even walk into town, uh, a god in the sky came up saying, hey, there's going to be a tournament, and threw a spear down. And it went to like the city we just came from in our very first session. Oh, sounds like you've been challenged. Well, no, they say no. They say there's a tournament. Anyone can join in. We're looking for a champion or something, something like that. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. So, um, but when he said all this, uh, if you didn't succeed in your saving throws, you were pretty much stunned in place as he was going through all this. Nice. Zeredith, the cannibalistic kobold, he say he he got a saving throw on the on his uh like stun. So he wasn't stunned, but the guards that were about to arrest him that we had just found out about that, that were right behind him when uh, they were still stunned. So let's just say he decapitated them too, right in the middle of the street in daylight. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, we actually left the town quickly after like soon after that. And he was dragging the bodies with him. But we actually got to use one of the bodies for that lion we ran into that we uh, just frightened us away. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, we ran back into it. Even though the dude, the DM rolled a D one hundred, it came back to the same fucking lion. Instead of fighting it, we tamed it. This uh, was a feral mane lion, I think it's called. Yeah, we tamed the shit out of it, and now it's with us. And since uh, my animal handling and survival uh, roles were the ones that uh, kind of made us get it, I'm gonna say I'm gonna name it. So uh, since he has like a silvery magical mane. I uh, said his name shall be Mainwell. Manuel? Mainwell. Mainwell. Main. All right. And yes, I mean, it was either that or Battle Cat. <laughs> should have called him oh, Cringer. I don't know if we should do this, He-Man. <laughs> Whatever the fuck his voice was, I don't fucking remember. Close enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you're going to start reading up on this. Watched uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Watched uh, 
fully caught up on Invincible. Been telling everybody to go watch Invincible because it's fan-fucking-tastic. Six it seasons in a movie, baby. Six seasons in a movie. It is pretty much the R-rated uh, version of Sky High, or if you uh, want to even go <laughs> uh, yeah. My Hero Academia. And I'm using that loosely because they're not in like a... It's like not like a school for superheroes. They're just going to school and also yeah. at least, at least uh, Mark Grayson. Uh, and, two uh, and, two uh, of the characters in the show are high school students that are going to school together. There is one thing that was like uh, Adam Eve's logo. That's just weird. I don't well, know it's it's the Adam symbol, it. and then it's mixed in with the feminine. What, what is the Adam symbol? Oh, at atom. 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 Yeah, it's A T O M. Oh. Yeah, her name's I, not Adam <clears throat> Eve. It's Atom Eve because okay. she literally. She literally um, changes particles on their atomic level. Fair enough. Yeah, so her name, Adam Eve, is a play on Adam and Eve, but it's A-T-O-M. And so her symbol is the female symbol mixed with the logo for the Adam. Fair enough. Yeah, Chris, you are a fan-fucking-tastic time with this. Yeah. Let me go oh, back a couple times watching this. Yeah, I've already read the book past where they are in that, well, so I already knew it was going to be good. Well, wait till you see yeah, it. wait till you see oh it. Oh, my and God, yeah, the... I mean, no, no spoilers, but yeah, it's a very simple thing, and it's one of the biggest talking points in comic book nerddom history the fight between superman and batman who would win if you really want to know go watch the first episode of invincible mm -hmm. robert kirkman answers all your questions i don't fucking care how much kryptonite he fucking has yeah batman's dead yep. if they're fighting to the death for whatever fucking reason i don't care how much prep time he has <laughs> don't give a yeah. shit superman's in the stratosphere just lasering him <laughs> to kill him it's over it's done yeah. Like, I don't. I don't understand this. Like, how is this a thing? Oh, I have kryptonite in my hand. Well, I'm just gonna go run yeah. really fast and <laughs> go right I, through I you can't... like the fucking uh, the boys. Yeah. The very first episode of the boys. Exactly. Yeah. Just like, liquefied. I can't. Kryptonite's gonna stop me instantly. It takes time to wear into them, right? Yeah. I, I. I. don't think I've ever been so highly anticipatory of a show and so happy when it came out as the first three episodes of Invincible. It is so fucking well done, and yeah, it's. The only thing I'm sad about is that it's only eight episodes. That's the only thing I'm sad about is that the season is a little too short, but it's also an animated show. I know that takes a lot of work. So, yeah, I, I, I they can't renew it fast enough. They can't start working on season two fast enough as far as I'm concerned. I, I can't wait to see where they go. I really knowing like the whole story arc because it literally is a superhero story that has a beginning, middle and end. That's the one great thing about Invincible. It ended. Kirkman wrote a solid ending for this story. It does have an ending. He knows exactly where the story's going. I'm interested to see how far into the 144 issues of the book we get storytelling-wise as we go through the first season of the cartoon. Because, yeah, it might... It might take a good chunk. It might. I don't know if we'll go through the whole first compendium the first year. That'd be a it's, lot of it's, content to do. It is a lot, but like, I mean, if you're skipping over certain things, like there's, you know, stuff to drop, other things to pick up on or start early. Yeah, I mean, it seems like that would be a lot. I would think more likely that it would take about five seasons to tell the story of Invincible the way we're like on on course with the way they're going with three episodes in. But yeah, I'm hoping yeah, four or five solid seasons. Like they could they could do most of it. It's so I fucking good. Oh, and uh, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I forgot a little bit about the D and D thing. Um, we after we tamed the after we tamed Manuel Manuel. Sorry, um, we did go back to the first city where we had to distract guards before we went back to the main hub city. 
Uh, yeah, pretty much that whole city's destroyed, and the only thing that's there is a crater with that spear that that god thing threw. <laughs> so that's where we ended. I think I'm pretty sure we should be doing another thing tonight. Nice. So I'm picking up. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the first one over there trying to pick that spear out the ground. Are you Thank worthy? Thank God. I have fucking 19 in strength. That has nothing to do with worthiness. Nothing to do with worthiness. Uh, I'm sorry. In the Ultimates cartoon movie, animated movie, uh, Hulk picked up Thor's hammer by sheer force. Ultimate Thor is completely different beast than regular. I know. Yeah. I don't. I don't give Ultimate a fuck. Thor's hammer doesn't have saying. magic on it. Don't care. He literally forced that shit up and went bam. That was the best scene out of any comic book animated movie I've ever seen was the whole Hulk fight scene at the end of the Ultimates. And that, that wasn't even the point of the whole fucking story. The aliens are coming. We kill uh, Hulk just got loose and we were going to lose, but the Hulk killed him. Oh, fuck. Awesome. Oh, shit. Hulk's going crazy. We have to fight him now. That's the real story. That's where this is. The, that's was the best. And then that's why the Ultimates 2 was the Ultimate Avengers 2. Is that what it is? Ultimate Avengers. Yeah. That's why the second one sucked because they had just had Banner in prison the whole time. Well, no. it's an adaptation of the Ultimate comic. I know, but it, I fucking hate it. It's just made for a bad story, and I just didn't have a fun time watching it. I have it. It's over there. I got one and two over there, and apparently they made a third one, which was the the next generation, the the young the the kids. Yeah, with Young like, Avengers. Was it? Was it? No, called they that? called it Avengers Next. I think. Was, or yeah, something yeah, like something that. like that. Oh, yeah, that was even. Oh man, they just made it worse and worse. But that first one, the rest of it's all it's all right. But the end, that the Avengers. Versus Hulk. That was why you need. Yeah, that's fair. That was good stuff. Great stuff. Shut the fuck up. Uh, before we. Oh, before you go, uh, I was gonna segue to you, uh, sweet boy Pharaoh. What we got going? Well, I was gonna say before we shut things down, I did forget <laughs> to mention one thing, which is uh, rest in peace, Jessica Walter, who passed away this week. Uh, Mallory Archer from Archer. She was also Lucille Bluth in Arrested yep. Development. For those that were not aware, she has a huge, huge filmography when you go back and look. But yep. she was most well known by a lot of folks for her comedic chops. As yeah, of here's ten dollars. Go see a Star Wars. Yeah, it's one banana, she, Michael. She what awesome. could it cost? <laughs> yeah, yeah. As Ian Carmel always puts it on Twitter, gun down in her prime. Yeah. To be fair, one banana is really cheap. I love Remember all my children oh. equally. I don't care for. <laughs> I don't care for Job. Though, uh, so if we're gonna if we're gonna do the rest in peace, uh, also rest in peace to uh, one of the greatest writers ever. Beverly Cleary passed away this it's week. True, and she was a hundred plus. Hundred and four. She fucking kicked life's ass. That would be the writer of fucking Ramona and Super Fudge and the Mouse oh, and the Motorcycle. Yeah. One of my personal favorites as a kid. Yeah, like the original young adult author, fucking Beverly Cleary. Who? Yeah, she was like she was a hundred and four, yeah. dude. When did she those was Fudge old. books come out in the eighties. Yeah, she was already old as shit when she became like super Jesus. popular in the eighties. Yeah, she was already in her eighties, like when her books became popular. Yeah, I remember reading like, that in the nineties. I thought Fudge yeah. was Judy Bloom. Maybe I'm thinking. Wrong. Yeah, I know Beverly Clear. Oh, it it might be. I might have some of them mixed up. I was looking at the list yesterday, but yeah, I know Ramona and Ramona the Pest and uh, Miles of the Motorcycle were Beverly. Yeah, Clary. those were for. Sure. Yeah, I think Judy Bloom did Fudge though. Could be, yeah. 104 years old, though. Yeah, like one of the original young adult authors who wrote great books that a lot of us read as kids. It's, yeah, it's a good weekend to go pick up a young adult book written by Beverly Cleary and give it a shot, especially if you never read them growing up. They're great fucking stories. Fucking heartwarming, well-written, solid fucking writing, good stuff. Yeah, gun down in her prime, Beverly Cleary. 104. On that note, though, I think that does get us towards the end of this show. Uh, before we sign off, though, friendly reminder, we do stream live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. over at www.geeks.com. 
www.gungeekgeek.live. That is the streaming home of the Gun Geek Network. If you're there right now, you can scroll down the page and see a calendar of all of our upcoming live events. The next live event, as we record this on Sunday the 28th, is Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. at 5 p.m. Eastern as they cover the most recent of Falcon and Winter Soldier. And this might be a draw to some folks. It may turn some yeah. folks away. I'm guest hosting. You can make your decision as to whether that's a good thing Sweet or a Boy Farrell will be on there. Oh, yeah, brother. Sweet Boy Farrell. Please oh, don't yeah. copy Hulk Hogan. Everyone does a Hogan. Would you rather try and do the Macho Man? Yes, snap, go for it. Snap it to a I, Sweet Boy. I don't have a Macho Man. I was hoping you said no. <laughs> oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. Here, I'll just do my oh, Stone yeah. Cold. What? I'm gonna. I'm the cream of the crop. Too bad. What? Rise to the top. I'm like a chameleon. Elizabeth, I'm coming. R.I.P. Macho Man. We know you've been dead for yeah, quite a while. Got no? down in his prime. <laughs> I got you in this ring for three minutes. Three minutes of bones. So gonna be bones off, bitch. That that side jag away. Uh, I will be on Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. this evening. And uh, Haru does bring up a good point as we're doing impersonations. The guy playing Macho Man on Young Rock's really good, too. If it's not what? Joe Manganiello, I'm feeling bad because uh, he did a Macho Man impersonation. Wasn't he on Macho Man in the Hulk Hogan movie? He's, he better be. He fucking better be. Oh, I thought you meant one that has already come out. No, the one that Chris Hemsworth is Chris doing. Hemsworth? I forgot yeah. about that. Hemsworth's yeah, got to finish being Thor. But if you look at the pictures of him on set being Thor... He's already in like Hulk Hogan shape, I think. Yeah, he's getting them arms python size. His pythons he is, are. Uh, he is working on yeah. it. I mean, if you, I, it, I don't think it's gonna be better than the best wrestling movie there ever was. Well, uh, beyond the mat. Actually, I was gonna do a joke answer, say no holds barred. Yeah, well. with the de- with well, the, the uh, WCW the champion David Arquette. The wrestler. Oh, I know, ready to rumble. <laughs> but I was talking about the wrestler being the best wrestler movie, movie actually. But on that note, I think we are about ready to shut things down with a friendly reminder to say, hey, come check us out next week and check out some of our friends. But before we shut down the stream, did you guys have any final thoughts you wanted to share with the uh with the audience? I got five on the monkey, because you don't bring fists to an oh, axe fight. Oh, Godzilla's gonna geez, lose, yeah, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. I, I got five on the monkey. Uh I was gonna say, sweet boy, sweet boy, hit me up for an object. I need it. <laughs> Pass it on. The ref ain't looking. <laughs> that was Thank my coffee you. mug I handed Willie for those people. <laughs> there you oh, go. You're supposed to hand me that Arizona sweet tea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have sweet tea. <laughs> oh, but that's when you're going to have to bring to the ring. You have to, you're going to have to carry around a can of Arizona sweet tea. No, no. Can I just get like a jug of Chick-fil-A tea and carry that around? Just a jug, a of, jug of tea, because That'd then be you'll awesome. have that visual of when I hand off the jug, you can smash it over sweet someone's head. Sweet was some sweet tea. <laughs> Oh my God! And then, no wait, change no, it. Folks, Not sweet it boy. writes itself. Sweet tea, Pharaoh. Sweet tea. That's just a capital T. No E A, just capital T. Sweet tea, Pharaoh. All I want is the visual of Willie taking a one-gallon jug of sweet tea and smashing it into someone's face and it just exploding. And on the way to the ring, uh, managed by Sweet Tea Pharaoh, hailing from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. There you go. On that note, folks, I think we are about ready to shut this thing down. Thank you so much for joining us, and we hope to see you all next week for more of our horse crap shenanigans, as we call it. Thanks so much, and see you then. Bye. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek Radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. 
you have any feedback for the show, please contact us at podcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at ATGN Podcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.